The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. CEO is trying to convince people for their go-to meal to be cereal. And I mean... I've, look, I've I, been there. I don't really want to be throwing a bunch of sugar into my body late at night. That, you know, well, for sleep. Have some Wheaties. For sleep. Wheaties? Yeah. Are Wheaties good? No, I don't think that Kenny Rogers has any idea what's going on down there. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but the problem is this. The older you get, there's a lot of fiber in cereal. Yeah, keep you regular. I don't want to be regular at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> that, that's tomato juice. That looks like milk to me. I really the whole don't. point of regular is that it's predictable. Stay on schedule. Yeah. I know, but as soon as I eat cereal... <laughs> so you're saying... Wait, 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 wait. You're wait, saying... it's a diuretic? Yeah, I was about to say, you're saying that cereal has the effect on you that extra hot wings have on other people? Yeah. Jerry, my rods and cones are all screwed up! This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at The Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride, she's trying to hide it. I'm cool as ever, she's too excited. Her man look like he wanna fight. He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth. I don't think I have any controversial takes. I'm sure there are people who would disagree with positions that I have on certain things, but sure. I don't think there's anything that's like so far out there that I'm in like a vast minority of people who agree with what I think. If I did have controversial <laughs> takes, you know where I wouldn't be revealing them, guys? Job interview? Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. I would keep those little nuggets to myself. And I think that most people would. Do you have any controversial takes? I don't think so. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> I'm not talking about like political positions, right? Because theoretically, like there's still a whole party yeah. that agrees with a lot of those types of Yeah, you're going to have like 50% yeah. of people who are going to agree with you. Is Josh, you, do you have any controversial takes? Many. None of them which I will share here. See? At least you have well, the sense. Uh, he's, I mean, his biggest controversial take is that Jerry Rice was a compiler. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. See? Youth arrogance. Add it. Add it. Already there. Add it. No, it's already there? Yeah, it's, of course it's already there. For a while, yeah. But I wonder about Jerry Rice arrogance. Is that specific? Like... Producer arrogance. Probably have that. I bring Randy this Moss up better. because <laughs> Tyler Owens, who is at the NFL Combine this week, decided that yesterday was the day that he was going to share this controversial take that he has, this belief that he has that, again, other people also believe, but that is widely considered a minority viewpoint at this stage. Let's take a listen to what Tyler Owens had to say yesterday at the NFL Combine. You guys are discussing that you don't believe in. Nah, I don't believe in space. I'm like, he's talking about it. I'm religious, so I think, like, we're strong right now. I believe in, like, other planets and stuff like that. I don't know. 
what, what, what led you to that point to believe that? Well, like, I really, I thought he used to believe in, like, the heliocentrism, like, he's a power and stuff, but then, like, I started seeing, like, flat earth stuff, and I'm like, they were just kind of interesting, and they started bringing up valid points. All right, I can barely hear what he's saying, honestly. But uh, like, well, in case you couldn't make out what he was saying, uh, he said he doesn't believe in space and planets and stuff like that. Uh, at the end, there he was talking about flat earthers and how they have valid points. Huh? Uh, who was the NBA player that? Kyrie. Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie. <laughs> yes, Kyrie. But Kyrie's you know, the most notable because yes. other athletes have said this. But you know what Kyrie did? He waited. He waited till he had the money. Till he was in the league. <laughs> he got the big contract. And established. So what was interesting to us here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy was that he, one, revealed this during what we all believe to be a job interview. That's what's happening right now for all of yeah. these players, right? They have put things on film. They have a resume that is out there of what they can do. And the combine essentially has become, you know, it's a big reason why coaches aren't going and things like that, because it's just to ask questions and probe a little bit and see if the athletes have the makeup and the mentality and the mindset to be able to succeed at the next level. Right, because Chu, obviously, you're the best person to talk to this, but it's a grind. It's difficult. It will test you in ways you have never been tested before. Yes, and I remember that back in my day, there were like three teams that had a 400 question test, which is stupid. You know, if you saw a wallet on the sidewalk, would you return it or keep it? You know, stupid questions like I'm that. I'm keeping it. But Chu, this isn't even that. This isn't even this. We we haven't even gotten to the actual interview portion yet. He's just offering this up yeah, to the but media. Is this a negative? I don't think it's a negative. It's a negative. Why? You, you can't trust this guy. What's next? He doesn't believe in cover three. Eh? Don't see ghosts, Gabe. I always told you that. <laughs> like, what? Well, you cannot trust. Like, there are so many things. Like, and and Jen, it was very kind of you to put this out there as an opinion. This is not an opinion. This is just somebody who's saying something wrong into a microphone. Like, there is so much science that is based on the fact that, one, our planet is round, and two, it revolves around the sun. We just had February 29th yesterday because it takes 365 and a quarter days to rotate around the sun, and guess what happens with, like, space? Do you think everybody's lying to you? You think Elon's sending SpaceX up into nowhere? Oh, I will tell you that when I interviewed... Two astronauts in the International Space Station during the championship week. The number of people who posted on that clip, which was shared by the International Space Station, by NASA, and by ESPN, that said that it was fake, would have blown your mind. It would have blown. It was like I wouldn't say it was. Uh, it was every other, but it was close. It was close to every other person saying that those women were not in space, in fact, but they were in some sort of green screen theater Hollywood studio space when we did the interview. We can't keep any secrets anywhere. You think that somehow that many people are involved in a vast conspiracy to hide space? So what if he said he was abducted by aliens? Would that be a negative? Because I know people that were abducted by aliens. See, but that's actually like, I don't know if they were or not, Chew, but I actually, like, that is possible because space exists. Yes. You know? Like, you, you what, I just don't understand, like, well, I mean, I don't know, guys. Like, you know, the sky really isn't blue. Well, okay, maybe you're colorblind. Maybe I can get past that. Like, space doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> we, need to, we need to pause. 
Who do you know that's been abducted by aliens? And if you don't want to share their names, can you at least share their story? Uh, yeah. His name's Randy Nickerson, if you Google him. He's, I believe he's been on Oprah. His name's Randy I, Quaid. I know who this guy His is. His name's yeah. Randy Quaid. You know who I'm talking about, Josh? Yes. And I saw him about two years ago, and he's still BS crazy. And uh, there was a stretch. I kind of lived out in the woods. So I would live the equivalent of like living in Crivets, but in Massachusetts or something like that. And there was a long stretch, and he lived in like in the middle of the woods. So my brother was best friends with him and my brother said one day he went over because he'd sleep over there he'd sleep over our house probably 15 16 17 years old and my brother went over one time and he had cameras all and now granted this is 1985 he had cameras surrounding his room in every corner and the dude literally would tell you that uh an alien came down, froze him, took him into the spaceship, and uh, brought him back. And ever since then, he's uh, he's been a little nuts. Well, yeah, that'll Google mess him. you up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, Are we all in agreement yeah, like that if that occurs, you're allowed to be a little you out there? forever. I, I don't know how you even seek help for that. Like, are, are counselors ready to, like... Standing Coach you by. through, <laughs> yeah, like to help you with your alien abduction. Now, keep right. in mind, I don't think meth was around back then, so you can oh, take that on. off. The... I'm sure meth was yeah. around. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, but would you believe the guy? Would you believe the guy? It depends on how detailed the story was. Oh. I think. I, I, and it also so put it this way: if I showed up on Monday here and said I was abducted by an alien and was wasn't making a joke out of it and was dead serious. Would you guys believe me? Yes. I wouldn't dismiss it. Yeah. I wouldn't dismiss it. But again, to me, that's less of a red flag than <laughs> denying space. So this is what I want to get to, though. I want to get to this idea of it will affect his draft stock because that was the reaction to. And, and he wasn't the only one, by the way, guys. I'm seeing another guy out there. Um, uh, Illinois tight end Tip Ryman. Tip Ryman is a firm believer of birds aren't real. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon, he said? How do we know that power lines aren't just pigeon recharging stations? So it wasn't just this Tyler I mean, Owens guy. That seems more it was like a also joke, right? Tip like he's trying to pull the wool the, over everyone maybe, there. Maybe, but, but the point is, is that they have now been lumped together as far as guys who have made bad decisions in how they have chosen to conduct and carry themselves at the NFL Combine because... There will be teams that will immediately dismiss them, regardless of talent, because of these takes, because so of the, these positions. What's the most off-the-wall thing that you guys believe in? Now, I believe bull stories. <laughs> bull story about the old woman on top of the hill. Oh, like the ghost uh, stories. Yes. Bull, by the way, is Chewie's former college roommate. Yeah, but I believe in ghosts, so that to me doesn't seem You believe that far. in ghosts? Yeah, that okay, doesn't seem that far-fetched. Yeah, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Wait, time out. So, it, okay, so let's just go through this really quickly. If we were at a job interview and somebody said, do you believe in ghosts? And I said, I yeah. do believe in ghosts. To me, that doesn't go that high on the controversial scale. No, I don't like, think it's that high. On a scale of one to ten, I feel like that's like a four, three? No, it's three. It's, it's three. <laughs> Maybe a two. If, if what you believe in uh, can be argued with the scientific method or can be discounted with it, I think that's more troublesome. We haven't been able to prove or disprove the existence of ghosts either way. So at least there's a little out there, you know, you can 
Well, like, believe. okay, like, let's talk about my my, my deodorant take the other day, right? Where I was like, ah, deodorant skeeves me out, man. The chemicals that you would need in that product mm-hmm. to keep me from sweating, and then it, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like putting it on my body. Is that a controversial take? It's probably a hotter take than the ghost thing. But it's not like that much. So if the ghost thing's a two, maybe that's a three. Okay. All right, give me something equally as crazy as believing the Earth is flat. <sighs> I mean... I, I I think that's the top of the chain there, Chew, because again, like so many things that we do is based on, you know, like the theory of gravity and how gravity works and how like the earth being round affects that. So like you flying down to Florida, like uses the idea of how we, you know, use gravity and do all these different things. Don't need to give the science lesson right here. But there are so many things in your everyday life that are based on the fact that the earth is round. And that's how, like, gravity works. It's just, I, I can't... Yeah. It, the, 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 there's just so many things that you do every day that are based on that. So what, that's luck? How how controversial is the idea that uh, JFK wasn't shot by Lee Harvey Oswald and the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald, I'm blanking on his name, was uh, employed to do it? Is that... Is that as high? Jack, Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. We We're um, all so good at trivia. Really good podcast about, like, because the, the 60th anniversary was uh, this past November. There's a really good podcast uh, that Rob Reiner did with Sal- Soledad O'Brien kind of walking through and pretty much proving that it was not a solo actor. Well, like, there's yeah. things that have not been proven one way or another, right? Like, if I were yes. to come and say, like, I believe in Bigfoot, I believe in Yeti, Sasquatch, sure. da 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 like... You, you could sit there and go, well, you know, until it's proven one way or another, it's okay to exist in that space, probably. Like, that to me, again, feels very innocuous. That feels uh, like a five, maybe, to say, I believe in Bigfoot. Do you guys think that's more egregious? Do you think that's more out there? No. That, no. Five sounds about right. There's also, like, belief that there could have been, at one point, an animal like Bigfoot. Doesn't exist now, some people believe. But there have been humanoid things of different sizes and shapes. I mean, Chewy, your craziest take is that dinosaurs never existed. Yeah, that's a bunch of crap. (laughs) Wait, why are you trying to get us to figure out when you got that? (laughs) (laughs) That was that is crazy? You know what? That's fair, Josh. You being relatively new to the show, for me and Gabe, it's just old hat. So it didn't really like pop. (laughs) <laughs> but yes, that's an absolute. So the fair fossils take are dioramas. What? The fossils that we, you know, just it fake. would take me some some quick crete in a bucket for me to make a dinosaur fossil. Oh, man, it wouldn't take quick that long. Crete. Yes. This, this sounds like a digital only thing. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy creating a dinosaur with quick crete. <laughs> I have pulled up on popularmechanics.com the 20 most, uh, I guess, uh, out there crazy conspiracy theories. Um, the Loch Ness Monster is on the list. That, I've already figured that out. Uh, <laughs> wait, you, wait, you know the mystery of the Loch Ness? You figured that I out? I told you. They, uh, like a, uh, it's a fish that could like run on land with a neck and head like an elephant. They have a picture of it washed up on the shore, and they said, yes, this is the Loch Ness Monster. That's how it walks and swims well, in water. Jen, do you want to just rattle them off and we well, can all yeah. just see yeah. can, we, can we just also just admire the fact that Chewie acknowledged the existence of the Loch Ness Monster. But not dinosaurs. But not dinosaurs. Yeah. I just yeah. want to I want to acknowledge that I before we move on. really important that we're clear <laughs> on his position on All right, next things. one. Amelia Earhart was eaten by crabs. <laughs> what? 
Amelia Earhart uh, has been shrouded in mystery ever since her aircraft disappeared in 1937. While it's widely believed she ran out of fuel and crashed into the ocean, some think she landed on a deserted island and was eventually eaten by three-foot-long coconut crabs. Now, there was something in the news about her just recently where they explained. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I remember I read it about three I, weeks I'm laughing, ago, I'm and laugh- it explained the whole thing away. I'm laughing at the fact that you always have, like, a half story. Yeah, there was something yeah. I saw about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, number three. Uh, <laughs> this is fun. Bill Gates is making fake snow. Well, isn't that well, true? Don't we make fake snow? With extreme yeah. weather conditions <laughs> occurring across the United States in 2021, TikTokers stoked the fires on a Bill Gates conspiracy theory that he was creating fake snow that burns instead of melts. Oh, well. Spoiler alert, he was not. <laughs> yeah. So say because weather seeding or cloud seeding is real. That's a thing yeah, people do. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's they like put dry ice in the clouds, right? Yeah, it's to like create it's to create Rain. Like, yeah, rain in places that don't yeah. have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah uh, the yeah, Titanic yeah. did not actually sink. Well, this tragic accident bad. has that's been the topic dumb. of many conspiracy theories yeah. over the years, including that another ocean liner, the Olympic, crashed into the iceberg, not the Titanic. But one sad fact remains: the ship did in fact sink, and <laughs> fifteen hundred people died. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, that, but that's a perfect example, right? Like there is a boat at the bottom of the ocean. There are people who disappeared, and that so like most people historians would say that actually happened but there's a group of people who have convinced themselves that it did not which i guess is also this group of tyler owens ish people who have convinced themselves that space did not exist i think the bottom line that we're trying to nail down here is even if you believe these things that don't align with conventional wisdom conventional thought talk to your buddies at beer time right like sit around the bar you know, share some stories. Be like Chew in the Blammer. You don't do it at a job interview that can affect your livelihood and affect the money you're making by where you're drafted. To me, that just seems like a, and I'm all for authenticity, right? Like we talk about this on this show and in other spaces. Like you got to be who you are. But you also got to, to a point, pick and choose. To a point, right? yeah. Like, uh-huh. Time and place, pal. Time and place. I mean, when there are millions of dollars on the line, keep that one to yourself. We all have things that we could say. Right now, that would get us fired. Yeah. It can be. It could be differing degrees. It could just be you going on a tirade of swear words. But we have to control ourselves all the time because. But the line, Tashi, the line is so thin between being fired and being great. <laughs> That's. Am right. I right? <laughs> yes, it is. I, I don't think he's totally wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but he's not the one who's fired. Do you agree with that statement? Say it again for me. There is a fine line in what we do between being fired and being very, very good. That's true. He's yeah, it's a very fine line. Hit it, not, but not for him. Hit it, just hit it. Yeah, but not for him. He's Chewy not the one was getting right. fired. Thank Holy, you. I'm the one Chewy getting fired. Was right. That is. True, That's a true. good point. When there's no consequences <laughs> for you, it does feel like maybe it's a little bit safer to say whatever the hell you want. All right, we got to get to Jason Wilde. You certainly want to talk to him about this book that Aaron about Aaron Rodgers that is now available to pre-order on Amazon.com. Maybe he has some insight into that. And what are his craziest conspiracy theories? Poor Tyler Owens. He's catching shrapnel all morning long here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Bunzel's Meat Market, 90th and Burleigh in Milwaukee. Make sure you make plans to visit
guys at Bunzel's this week. Maybe with the nice weather, you're going to fire up the grill, throw some great things on that grill, like the USDA Prime Boneless Ribeyes they have available, $28.99 a pound. Get Jumbo Snow Crab Clusters, $19.99 a pound. Root Beer Marinated Smokehouse Barbecue Boneless Ribs, just six eighty nine a pound. They have marinated chicken breasts, garlic parmesan, bourbon, and more. Those are just five forty nine a pound. Stop in for these specials. Also, grab lunch from the deli. Deli is a great place to stop. I usually wander over to the deli anytime I make my way to Bunzel's. like to get a sandwich, but they have so many great different specials and sides available as well. It's at 90th and Burleigh. You will not regret it. Check out Bunzel's.com for more specials, store hours, and more. Ready? All Packers, all the time. We have come light years in the last two months, and people should be over the moon excited about that. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. It's Jason Wilde on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. I want to get Jason Wildey's take on this philosophically. Good morning, Jason. Mm. What other ways of ta- what other types mm. of takes can I deliver to you? Mm, logistically, sociologically, humorously, <laughs> yeah, sarcastically. Um, oh, well, you might get that still too. Yeah, that's okay. We're talking about Tyler Owens, the young man who yesterday at the combine revealed that he doesn't believe in space. Or planets, and that he thinks that flat earthers have some good points. <laughs> and we were just discussing from a philosophical standpoint, like this idea of you may think those things, right? Gabe would say you're wrong, but you may think those things to reveal them in a job interview where people are trying to get inside your head and understand your line of thinking and see if it fits in with their own philosophies and if you can contribute to the team in a meaningful way outside of your athleticism. Feels foolish. Would it be fair to hold those thoughts against Tyler Owens in the draft process? I mean, can he play or not, right? Like, uh, Kyrie Irving could be uh, as weird or as ill-informed as he was, but when he was playing at an extremely high level, you wanted him on your team, right? Um, When he wasn't, and again, Gabe knows, or Keith, knows far more about the NBA than I do, but if he's if he's not playing well, then you're a little less tolerant of his idiosyncrasies. Now, this, you're right. I don't know why. I don't know how this came up. This was the first I'd heard of the stories when Josh mentioned it to me. Uh, but, again, this is, this. You, you were exactly right about what this is. This is a job interview, and you want to make sure you put your best foot forward in every way. And if you believe this, you have to at least have the awareness that most people would disagree with you, including pretty much most of the planets, which may or may not be flat. So I don't like, I, I just, I'd be, I'd love to know, does the story explain how this came up? Like, how does this become part of the conversation? And I assume it was with a team that didn't send their coaches. No. Jason, he didn't, he didn't even say this to a team. He said it to the media. He just offered it up during his I, press conference. From my understanding is him and another athlete were talking about things they don't believe in in their questions about space. So then he was prompted on it, and he shared his opinion. Hmm. 
ill-advised. If he'd have gone to my interviewing uh, school, which I think I should open, um, I would have advised him. Ooh, side hustle? Something we're sharing. Hashtag side hustle? Just thought of it now. Is it more of we don't... Jason, is it more of we don't think he's smart or we think he's nuts? Just because we don't agree with him. Um, All right. So it's one thing to, like, have a different set of beliefs about topics that we feel can be um, two-sided, right? Like uh, whether or not you eat meat, right? Uh, mm-hmm. No one would say, this guy's crazy because he doesn't eat steak. Um, at the same time, the idea of, of not thinking that there are planets and, like, does he, again, I don't understand why you would offer this up. I, I am being a hypocrite because I want people to be authentic and say what's on their mind. But from your uh, NFL feet, look, if the guy can play, he can believe in whatever he wants, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where is he projected to go in the draft? I mean, he's not a first-round pick. Yeah, see, talent outs, as Denny Tauscher once famously said. So if you... If you have the talent, you can believe whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. I mean, look, Jair Alexander last year, I mean, um, he. I think he believes in space. This is unrelated to that aspect. But, like, if he wasn't as good of a player as he was, would the Packers have not cut him immediately after the uh, going out there oh, for the yeah. point flip when you weren't authorized, right? Like, uh, Dallin Levitt, not as valuable, except to maybe Rich Passaccia, uh gets a penalty on a kickoff, and then gets a second penalty for screaming at an official, and he gets released a few days later. Like, your talent dictates what we're willing to put up with. And if you want to say that uh, they faked the moon landing and the moon's not really up there, it's like a projection or whatever it is this guy believes, uh, if you're good enough, no one's going to care. If you're not good enough, uh, you're going to be looking for work because we're not going to put up with your weirdness. I wonder if any of it was strategic. And this might be giving this athlete and his camp far too much credit, but I don't know that Tyler Owens was on anybody's radar prior to yesterday, Jason. And in this industry where so much of the draft is consumed by the top tier, the top first round, the second round, like this is a name that I, that had never popped for me. Now, to be fair, I'm not doing a ton of work with the Texas Tech football team, not to say that those guys haven't had success in the league, but I wonder if this was like, hey, no one's talking about our guy. Let's figure out a way to get people talking about him. And then, once you have a spotlight on him, impress with your athleticism. Impress with what you you know what you can do physically. I think you're probably giving him too much credit. But I'm so disappointed that the best television storyteller in college sports did not go to Texas Tech at some <laughs> point this past college season and get him to cry about how passionate he is about the lack of the existence of planets. Maybe you could have made a planet diorama with him. <laughs> what he thinks it looks yeah. like. Yeah. Right? Got ideas. Right? It wouldn't take long to make. He'd tell us a story about when he was in eighth grade and everybody else was doing the dioramas and his was just a pancake. <laughs> what is that? That's the Earth. That's what the Earth is. Yeah. Okay. Is Uranus still a planet? Wait, can we? Always was. Wait, you don't say Uranus, though, right? It's Uranus, isn't it? No, it's Uranus. It's tomato. tomato. The fun way is, come on, the way we... The fun way to say it is Uranus. Correct. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's not a planet anymore. Uh, no, it is. That was Pluto, which oh, I think is now Pluto. back. Pluto is back as a planet. Yeah. Wait, that's, what? Yeah. It was removed, now it's back. Like wide jeans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a planet in the 90s, went away, and now it's back. It's like a fashion accessory, you know, for the universe. Okay. See, now you can see why this kid believes what he believes, though. I mean, if they start doing that stuff, right? Am I right? I mean... At, at, right, and if there's a planet called Uranus, I mean, this is obviously I know. made up. What is that? Saturn got rings? Come on. Um, my daughter has a fantastic book we got from the library that is on the solar system. It's very funny. The whole book is Pluto talking to the other planets and trying to convince the other planets that Pluto should still be a planet. It's very well done. I'll have to uh, post that on social media for anybody who is interested. Jason, before we let you go, Obviously, the news broke yesterday that Ian O'Connor is writing a book on Aaron Rodgers. We don't believe it is an authorized biography. I don't know if that has been clarified. It is not, it is not an authorized biography. What is your understanding of how this came about? I have no idea. Ian O'Connor is a, a great writer. Uh, he's won a ton of awards. He's written a variety of books. I think he wrote a Parcells book, if I remember correctly. Um, he's a talented dude. Um, but, yes, I am. Um, Paula and I were joking about this because Rogers and I, I don't know how I would go about writing an authorized biography with him at this point because there's, there's been some changes from the time when he used to talk about me doing that to now. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know, maybe we should probably check and see if he believes in planets and space. Uh, but he believes in UFOs and aliens, so he should be on the on a different page than this other guy whose name I've already forgotten. So it's really worked to get his name out there that he doesn't believe in space. But yeah, I it's something that Ian wrote, uh, but it was not Rogers um, authorized, uh, unsolicited. I believe is uh, the word that someone used when I asked them about it. I did like the line that was used in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel article, which said, "Thereby cornering the seldom oh crap ad." Thereby cornering the seldom explored market of Aaron Rodgers' content, we joke, but we're culpable, so we joke without laughing too loudly. <laughs> we uh, we all have been guilty of that at times, have we not? Uh, we've had conversations here about how indifferent this off season has been from last season and the previous off season and the previous off season when Aaron Rodgers provided us and the fans with so much more content. Well, that's why we can thank Tyler Owens for his... Nailed it. You got it, yeah. Mm -hmm. I had to look, but yes, you got it. (laughs) I got him on my big board now. All right, Jason. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. All right, got to take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We've got Craig Karmazin coming up next. We'll get his thoughts on the old space controversy. Let me tell you guys about my friends over at St. Kate the Arts Hotel. If you are looking for a spot... For this weekend or really any other weekend, maybe you're a local who wants to enjoy a night out or maybe you're visiting Milwaukee and you're looking for a spot, you should enjoy the artfully stylish experience at St. Kate the Arts Hotel. The hotel is ideally located in the heart of the theater district in downtown Milwaukee, deluxe accommodations, culinary creativity, on-site art galleries and nightly live music. And I tell you guys this all the time, but when my pals from the network come into town, that's where they're staying. We go, we have a couple of drinks at the bar downstairs. There's live music in the lobby. It is fantastic. They love it. 
big endorsers of St. Kate the Arts Hotel. Right now, they've got special hotel packages with room rates starting as low as one twenty nine a night. That's one twenty nine a night. Learn more and book your stay at stkatearts.com, stkatearts.com. It's Friday, and that means it's time to check in with GKB President Craig Karmazin. I am so impressed with uh, with Jordan Love, you know, and I think like Packers fans should feel so good about Jordan Love. Fridays with Mo. I think Rogers never spoke out and was direct, and Giannis should be praised for being clear, so that everyone knows. Hey, Giannis told the organization what he wanted. Craig Karmazin on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Craig Karmazin wants to take a moment and reveal his most controversial takes here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Eh, Craig? Eh? Eh? Uh, I I got controversial takes for you this morning. Fair enough. We were talking about that because this kid, Tyler Owens, uh, at the NFL Combine told everybody that he doesn't believe in space, that he... What, the other planets? They're in question as well? Is that uh, yeah, the does, yeah, the planets aren't there, uh, and the flat earthers have some valid points. And right, we were just so talking my about, most controversial take is that I don't believe that everything happens for a reason. I'm you don't believe you. in karma? Um, I think there's some value in karma. I don't know that I like totally believe it in its true sense, but... The idea that everything happens for a reason to me is ridiculous. Like, uh, it's like you're a totally crazy. just like. So you don't believe in fate at all? I'm a well, huge believer in fate. Huge. No. So I think like people who are successful, positive, awesome, like just inspirational people take things, whether they're bad or good, and make them happen for a reason. But. I don't think, like, things happen for a reason. Like, I don't think, like, a random, like, kid gets cancer for a reason, right? Like, I just, I think someone could take that situation and then make it, make something positive out of it. But the idea that everything happens for a reason, that's just, I I just think that's weird. All right, I'm going to try to move off of the kid with cancer thing (laughs) as quickly as possible. You're really being a downer this morning. Uh, Craig, I will tell you this before we move on. The one thing that you said on this show within the last, I don't know, six months or so, was that people fire themselves. And at first I was like, no, like people have the authority to fire. And then I thought about it and I was like, you're so freaking right. Like, so I have adopted that mindset of, like, people fire themselves. I don't know if it was a controversial take, but at the time, I disagreed with you wholly. But the more I've thought about it, the more I'm, like, coming around on, you're right, people fire themselves. And three months from now, you're going to be like, wow, things don't really happen for a reason, but people (laughs) can make things happen for a reason. That's I, I think I'm just a bigger believer that we have a lot more control, and I've seen people do really special things in really awful situations that have inspired me. So I think it's more about the positive of seeing people able to take bad things and turn them into amazing things. Craig, I don't know if you saw, but the NFL PA came out with a team survey where the uh, players voted on a number of things on the franchises that they belong to. Did you get a chance to see that? I did. I did. I, it was like, but let me ask really you. I want surprising. I wanted to ask you this after seeing it. Is it is it more of the owners are cheap, or more of the players are so spoiled? 
I mean, I think players know what other players have, right? So I think they're always going to compare their situation to what they saw when they were with another team, right? Because most players these days have played for more than one team or have seen what goes on other places. So I think it's absolutely not them being spoiled. It's them compare, you know, it's grading on a curve, right? Like, so if one organization's doing a bunch of things and the others aren't, I mean, I think F minuses are a little extreme that I saw, but I, I, I understand it. Craig, let's go ahead and dive into the Bucks because they've been playing pretty well since the All-Star break. Do you think this is a hot streak or a sign of things to come now that Doc's been there for a little bit, he's been able to implement some things, and now they're starting to look like the team he wants them to be? Remember what we talked about last week. This team was at the same exact record in the same exact situation as it was the championship season, sitting with the same 35-21 and 21 record as it was uh, after 56 games. So I think everything's in front of this team, but I think they're about to have a really tough road trip. So just because they rattled off four in a row and are playing better doesn't mean they're going to win 10 in a row now, right? Like they can go three and three in the next six games and still be playing well. So I do think we've seen dramatic improvement of the defense. I think we've seen an engagement level of the overall team better than we've seen. But I don't think we can equate that to they're going to rattle off nine out of ten right now. Craig Carmazan hanging out with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy as he does each and every Friday. Bucks taking on the Bulls, I believe, tonight, the second of a back-to-back. I want to quickly get to this Goody sound, because Goody talked to Larry McCarron, and there were a number of interesting things that we're going to get to as the show goes on. But first, I want you to hear Goody talking about his willingness to draft a wide receiver this year. Considering how strong you are with young receivers, would that preclude you from selecting one? No, not at all. And it goes back to the competition like uh, in every room. I think all those players did a really nice job in 2023 of competing and taking uh, advantage of their opportunities. But 2024 is a new year, and um, they're going to need to do the same thing again and again. Your reaction to that, Craig, um, this idea that the Packers are really in a pretty good position at wide receiver or at pass catchers, and yet Goody still thinks he should be adding to it during this draft cycle. Now, he's done an amazing job, right, with that position compared to, I think, what we all saw. I mean, how many times have we said, like, they don't have receivers, they don't have skill position players, they're deficient there. And so I think that strategy has worked and has certainly worked with this version of the team. So, yeah, I, th- I mean, I can't argue that at all. What would you pay Jordan Love? Would you overpay him? <laughs> Would you underpay him? Well, I mean, Wait, what? <laughs> what, what, what? Who's going to say they would underpay someone if they're well, paying them? A, a God, but I mean, I mean, this is what a are business. We, what role are we looking for? Or what role are we looking for him? Or is he going to be hosting two hours a day? Is he hosting once a week? Like, I think we could pay Jordan Love, you know, maybe you know, fifty grand a year if he's. I think he could bring in some sponsors. So. Yeah, I, th- I think about fifty grand a year. Is that is that overpaying or underpaying? Uh, that's probably yeah. But my point is, you don't really need to pay him yet, right? I mean, it's and I'm not saying going the the Kirk Cousins uh, route oh, when he was with Washington. But what if Jordan Love comes and says, "I want fifty six million"? Do you have reason to you're believe that Packers. Jordan Love is going to request fifty six million AAV? Uh, I, I, think I thought we were talking about what. 
we were going to pay him as good karma. Oh, okay, you're talking about what the Packers should pay him. Yes. Okay, totally different topic. Would you play here. hardball? That's all I'm asking you. Would you play mm -hmm. hardball? No. I, I mean, I think the guy's your franchise, right? And I think what you want to do is set the tone of him being a part of the organization and you being, you know, as much a collaborative organization that wants to win. And so I think you want to really fairly pay him and you want him to be as invested in understanding what you're doing with the salary cap, what you're doing with the overall organization, so that you're best set up to build the right team around him for the long haul. So, so you'd overpay I, him. I, That's what you're saying. You'd overpay him. I, I don't think you do when that happens. I think you maybe pay him a little sooner than you need to so that you can pay him a little less, but that you give him a little more security than – he may have felt otherwise and that you trade off the ability to have him, you know, feel protected and him know that you have his back to maybe save a few dollars that could be used to invest in people that make his job easier, whether that's offensive line, defense, skill positions, et cetera. Did you play hardball when you first hired Chewy all those years ago? <laughs> what a dance. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was Perkins. It wasn't Denny's. Oh, that's right. Uh, Perkins, Perkins. Perkins is a step up from Denny's. Uh, I don't think step up, step down. Just, just saying. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, again, I don't think, I don't see the value of, of playing hardball. Like, I think you want, like, because if, if you get someone for less money than they think they're worth, like, why do you want someone coming in with their tail between their legs, not feeling like you as an organization values them? I'd rather lose someone to another organization than feel like I beat them in a negotiation. Like, why would I want someone on our team to feel like they're not being paid what they're worth, right? I mean, I think it's a really bad thing, especially someone who's expected to be a leader within your organization. You want them to feel like, you know, the organization, back to what Chewie was asking about the Players Association, takes care of their players you know, financially and in all of those other ways. I think it's a really good point by you, Craig, but I also think that on the flip side, it would be negligent not to know what the market is for said employee. And if they don't have any other options, then that puts you in a better position, doesn't it? Right? Like, if you, if I have options, if I have other people who are also wanting me for a similar job or for, you know, just to hire me in general, you need to know that because that competition is going to make it more likely that I could go somewhere else, even if you're offering me what you think is fair wage. Yeah, and, and there are times, right, where someone someone could be worth, uh, Jordan Love could be worth $40 million to the Packers, but he could be worth $60 million to somebody else, right? Yeah, and so the Packers should It doesn't matter because you don't have to pay him for two years. That's all I'm saying. Right. I mean, and are, I you think ready, are you ready you to call him? To pay him. Are you ready to call him the franchise quarterback after uh, the second half of the season where he played very, very well? I was ready to call him it after the first half of the season where I thought he was playing well. And, you know, maybe the numbers didn't totally show it and maybe the wins and losses, but I thought from the beginning of the season, you know, from day one against the Bears, he was a better quarterback than I thought was possible in okay. this year, and I would absolutely pay him. And if that allows you to pay him a little bit less for him to get that security and feel the love a little bit earlier, then to me that's that's a huge win. Like to not 
I mean, the, the salary cap is, has gone up so much again this year that there's absolutely room to pay your franchise quarterback. Fair enough. I, I want I want Toad Chewy back. That was just one day thing. Right. I want <laughs> just, Toad Chewy back. Yeah, that was just why. On it's just I'm from the standpoint of went to the school of always leave yourself outs. Well, I mean, in most contracts, after two years, you give yourself that out. I mean, you look well, at you look at a lot of these contracts, Chew, in the NFL that are four year deals. You can get out of them after two years, like. Running the risk Wait, of taking yeah, off was, your franchise quarterback by yeah, not but signing the numbers to an extension game that this we year. saw, 150 million is going to be guaranteed of that four-year deal. I also think they already played that card. I don't think you can go back to that. Well, when they got him to sign that incentive-laden extension, what was it, like about a year ago? I can't even remember yeah, when it was. Yeah. I think that was that card. You played it. He proved it. Now you got to give him the deal. I don't think you can Isn't sit there going. saying that there's. Multiple Super Bowls with yes. Lord and Love? Yes! And now you don't even want to pay him to be the quarterback? That's what I'm saying, Craig! I want Toad Chewy back! It's feeling a little bit more like the exception than the rule, though, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, but I can wish, right? Isn't it? I mean, I can hope. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? I just went into Taylor Swift mode. I apologize, guys. Hey, Craig, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you again soon. Go back. Tune into Behind the Bucks on Bucks Plus Audio Network, presented by Gallagher, your trusted insurance broker and HR and benefits consultant. Behind the Bucks peels back the curtain to give fans unique access and deep storytelling unlike ever before. Subscribe and download right now and get a, comp- a companion podcast to the new Prime documentary, Giannis, A Marvelous Journey. Hear about the making of the documentary, Thanasis going deeper on the Giannis stories that you haven't heard, and learn about how Milwaukee became home for the Adetokumbo family. Find Behind the Bucks at Bucks.com slash plus the Bucks app or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. And guess who didn't hit the hole? Zeke Elliott. Ashton. Well, I mean, yes. You all right back, back there? That's so true. <laughs> it was a direct shot. She took out the sniper rifle and just... <laughs> no, she got right up to me, took out a Glock and just shot. <laughs> yeah, right in the balls. On 94.5 ESPN. Shop Diamond Engagement Rings in Milwaukee. Of course, it's only at the Jewelry Center. Their team of specialists will help you bring her dream ring to life. They did for me. I kind of had some idea of what my wife was looking for. So I went in. The Jewelry Center helped me pick out the perfect ring. Maybe you're somebody who doesn't have that idea. Go to her Pinterest board, see if she has anything saved there, bring those pictures in, and the Jewelry Center and their helpful team are always going to point you in the right directions. Maybe you're just looking to gift stud earrings. Of course, they're going to have options at the Jewelry Center, lab-grown, naturally mined. Learn more about the Diamond Jewelry Selection. Shop TJC.com or stop in at any of their three locations in Brookfield, Greenfield, or in Burlington. When you go to the Jewelry Center, make sure you tell them Gabe and Chewy sent you. We got a lot of stuff to get to in the second hour of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I really wanted to get to this Stephen A. pillow talk. Uh, let's play it. Play it? Let's play it. Who cares? All right, play the pillow talk. At CS11 underscore underscore. How many pillows is the right amount to sleep with, Stephen A.? I say two personally. I agree with you. I think three is too much. I think one's too little. Two is just right because you can put one laid down and one standing up or you can put one on top of the other 
Either way it goes, it should work for you if your pillows are right. Now, if your pillows are cheap and no fluffiness to it whatsoever, then you might need three, but that speaks to an indictment against your pillows rather than your decision making. But two pillows should be it. Chewy, it sounds like how you have described martinis before. <laughs> <laughs> like boobs. Thank you. <laughs> One's not enough, three or too many. Exactly. As soon as two you said that, I was like, where have I heard that before? Oh, I, I'm two. Got to have two. I think the older you get when you snore, your 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 throat, neck, ear, nose, throat, everything has to be aligned. So, Because well, Dario snores like a bear, right, Jen? How many does he sleep with? He has one under his head, and he has one between his legs. That's what Angie does. I don't get the between the legs. It's to align your spine. Yeah, I do that. What? Yeah. Toss one under the leg, under the arm, too. Because then it keeps them parallel. It keeps the legs parallel as opposed to the top leg falling into the bottom leg. Well, he needs one more pillow behind the head. Sounds like it, yeah. But I'm Uh, I'm a two-pillow. Yep. Two pillows all the way. So, controversial take here. Little uncomfortable revealing oh, no. this. Solo pillow. Zero pillows. Freak. What? Zero Freak. Yep. pillows. Freak. No pillows at all. I'm, I'm going over so here. Here's why. Okay, I've told you guys when I travel, the pillows at hotels are notoriously horrible. Sure. It's not even worth stacking them to try to get the depth of an actual pillow, like a real pillow, like a good pillow. So I have found myself sleeping with no pillows, and as much as I try, because I really do try this, to sleep on my back. To avoid face wrinkles, I get my best sleep on my belly. Always. Flat. Turn the head to the side. Arms at my sides. I don't know. I can't explain it. I don't know why. I know it's not good for my skin. It's not good for my face. Yeah. Through my nose. (laughs) Yeah, but don't you go up and down? Uh, I mean, mean, that's that's a different part. That's before... I could not sleep a second on my stomach. Yes, on my stomach, no pillows, just flat on the mattress. <laughs> right. Now, if I revealed that during a job interview, would I not get the job? I wouldn't hire your ass. <laughs> yeah. No pillows? No yeah, pillows, yeah. Like, no is pillows. Is, yeah. Team no pillow? Yeah. Like, I might be a team of one over I there. I think I've been burned so much by bad hotels. I should really start an Instagram exclusive where every hotel I go to, I just rate, the, rate pillows. the pillows. I like have like how many pillows it gets or how many Z's it gets, right? And the more Z's, the better type of thing. See, this- for me, the first thing that has to go is a comforter. Uh, what do you sleep? What do you sleep under? Just a sheet? Like get another blanket or something. Do you know what people do on those comforters? It's disgusting. Well, you you've think told us what you do. <laughs> you, you know what people also do on those sheets? No, but they wash those or they're supposed to. <laughs> you don't want to know what I do with the towels. Yes, you've you've already told us what you do with those towels. Exactly. And the good news is, at least there's evidence typically when that happens. (laughs) Cleaning crew knows. A little extra detergent on those guys. Uh, I sleep in sweats anyway. So I sleep top to bottom sweats. So whatever's happening on the beds, I still have a barrier between myself and... Not how bed bugs work. (laughs) Not going to do you much good. (laughs) Well, hopefully I'm not staying in hotels where there are bed bugs. Good grief. Yeah, you'd hope. We all would hope. We'll keep the light on and whatnot. Yeah, I don't I think a bed bug infestation just kind of happens to Wait, you. So how many pillows are you sleeping with, Josh? Are you including, like, so you, you're sleeping one one between your legs? How many do you have? I have yet to find the limit on how many pillows is the right amount of pillows. What? Give me every pillow. I want to be drowning in the pillows. The limit does not exist? No. Or is this Mean Girls? You can't have too many pillows. 
No, that's absolutely <laughs> not true. What do you mean? Wait, I got them under everything What's I need. What's more controversial, his take of all the pillows or my take of no pillows? Uh, we may have to pull that. How about, put that how, about, how about no pillowcase? I don't sleep with pillowcases. Uh, Why? You're drooling because right it, on the pillow? Because it bunges up and the <laughs> things turn in there. And they're always flapping on your face. How, how old are you? Again, why are we talking about things that happen before you go to sleep? How old are you, too? Uh, I just turned 55. You knew that. Double nickels. Uh, double nickels. I, I didn't forget that, exactly. Not, I but guarantee th- people have the same problem I have. Somehow you're 55 and married, and you behave like a college kid still at times. Like, the no deodorant thing, and the... like. Every guy gets made fun of for not changing their sheets or not having pillowcases. All right, let me ask you that. How often do you change your sheets? Two oh. weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we're a once every month, maybe three weeks. Okay. Uh, let me ask you this. Follow up. How often are you cleaning your towels? Once a I week. Go, this, go, to me, is I a barometer of an yeah. evolved human being. How often you are cleaning your towels. It's based on smell. Nah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's how Chewy does everything. Yeah. Everything Chewy does. There's no actual rhyme or reason. It's 100% based on smell. And, then, and the smell, obviously, has to be pretty funky before he decides to throw it in the wall. Your funk meter is way more than ours. <laughs> I know, but and then the changing of the sheets depends on how many you do in a certain amount of time. Well, how many is too many? Uh, I mean, I, again, uh, limit doesn't exist there. Right, that's what I'm saying. So he's trying to act like he's got some sort of barometer for how often he changes the sheets. How many is too many? What is ben? the what? What do you do with towels? What's your who me? No, I'm talking to Jen because so, uh, she said a, evolved so, human. So here's the thing: we have a lot of towels because yeah, there have been times where well, yes, we have a lot of people. <laughs> But also there have been times where it's like none of the towels are clean, and so the idea is just buy more towels so that we have more in the rotation, right? Towels, as anybody who has a home and a family and all that know, they take up a lot of space in the washing machine. So like you can't do, what can you do? How many towels? Five, maybe? Depending on how, four at a time? How many towels are you doing at a time? Like ten. More than what are you yeah. talking about? Machine. What in the world? You're throwing ten towels into How they, small is you your washing machine, machine for babies? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you have baby towels. You have baby towels? They can I'm not a small guy and they can cover my body. <laughs> so, I don't think they're particularly small. That's a good point. I could probably get five. There, we have like the big towels, you know, like the nice. Like yeah. a, is it more like up. a beach towel than it's a. It's more of like a. They call them something. It's not like a body towel. It's There's something they call them, but they're nice sized towels, right? You want to have the nice wrap yourself up and not feel like you're exposed situation happening. Uh, I could fit like five of them in the washing machine and feel confident that they are getting clean. And so oh. they take big loads. Anyway, the long story short is probably every two weeks. Probably ha- get to the back of the towel load where it's like, okay, got to throw them in. And then it's a whole process. It's a whole thing. But when I first started dating my husband, he had two towels. <laughs> yeah, that's standard yeah. for men. Yeah, that's a standard bachelor <laughs> One you thing. use and one you wash. Yeah. <laughs> it's a constant rotation you got going. I mean, how many more do you need? <laughs> and he would wash it with his clothes. Yeah, you know, just throw it in the wash. It's, it's fine. Yeah. It's urgent. Water. Yeah. <laughs> can't believe you guys are defending this. <laughs> Sounds normal. All right, we got a lot of stuff to get to in the second hour of Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Stick around. We'll be right back.